camera. Hello. Hello, my friends. Andy and Heidi come to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com, harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel to every corner of the earth. So whether you are a seasoned saint or a new believer or somebody who doesn't even know Christ, we invite you to take the Jesus challenge. Meet him where you are. <laughs> the Jesus challenge. <laughs> it's the Jesus challenge. It's on the website, the Jesus challenge. <laughs> I Meet him it. where you are. Open your heart and uh, invite him in and just watch the miracles that he performs. We have books to uh, deepen your faith. We have Bible resources if you don't even have a Bible. Uh, pastors you can watch, worship bands, uh, charities you can support. We love to hear from you. Drop a line in the comment section. And if the ministry blesses you in any way, you can partner with us by clicking the Donate Now button. That's good. Oh man, we gotta pray. We didn't pray before we went live. We normally pray before we go, well, go live, but we got a little. I was fighting with the Facebook lady because <laughs> they basically told me I couldn't get my Resurrect Ministry page back. The ongoing sagas of social media. Yes. Dear Lord. Oh, that was it. <laughs> dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for your grace upon our lives. Thank you for predestining us for salvation, Lord. That is the greatest gift you could give us. Uh, we love you. We look forward to what you will say and do and how uh, you will move us today. Uh, allow us to get out of the way, Lord, more of you and less of us. Uh, give us the words to honor your scripture and this devotional and the intent that you have in sharing these words. Uh, we love you. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. We got Carrie News on already. Hey, Carrie. Yeah, I like, I like the palm, palm tree. Yeah. Is it, is it it's a, with a sad face? No, it's the sun. It's a sun. Yeah, that didn't that didn't get us today. It did not. It, it was. It was supposedly supposed to, but it didn't. It was freezing cold today. <laughs> the weather so we could lied. we could use the palm trees in the sun. Yes. The uh, to warm us up a little bit. All right. So we're reading from uh, Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon for May nineteenth. The reference is Ecclesiastes ten seven. I'm not sure if I've ever said that on a that devotional. Was, that was. That was rolled off your tongue. It did. It's really good. Thank you. That's amazing. <laughs> and it says, I have seen slaves on horseback while prince princes go on foot like slaves. Huh. I don't know the, the context of that. Do you? <laughs> and <laughs> and Charles from Spurgeon. the pen of Charles Spurgeon, he says, upstarts often arrogantly usurp the most prominent places, while truly great people are often rele relegated to total obscurity. The reason behind this puzzling situation, still within God's providence, will someday gladden the hearts of the righteous. Yet this situation is such a common fact of life that none of us should complain when it falls to us. Although our Lord is the King of kings of the earth, he walked earth's paths of weariness and uh, service as the yes. servant of servants. Is it any wonder that his followers who are princes through his blood should also be looked down upon as inferior and contemptible uh, people? Uh, the world is upside down. No kidding. It was upside down even then. Right. <laughs> Therefore the first are last and the last first. Just look how the willing sons of Satan Lord of Satan Lord, their position over the earth. What a high horse they ride, how they lift their horns against heaven. Haman is in the king's court, while 
Mordecai sits outside the king's gate. David wonders, wanders the wilderness mountains while King Saul reigns in power. Elijah complains in a desert cave while Queen Jezebel boasts in her palace. Yet who of us would wish to trade places with the proud rebels? And who of them, on the other hand, might not envy the, dis- the despised saints of God? As the wheels of time turn, those who are lowest rise and the highest sink. Patience then, dear believer, eternity will right the wrongs of time. Amen. So let us not fall to the error of allowing our worldly passions and carnal appetites to ride in triumph while the godly strengths crawl through the dust. Grace must reign as our prince and make the parts of our bodies instruments of righteousness. The Holy Spirit loves under loves order and therefore sets our various strengths and abilities in their proper place and rank, giving the highest priority and space to those spiritual powers that connect us to our great king. We should not dis- d- disturb his divine arrangement, but ask for grace that we may discipline our bodies and keep them under control. Oh, this is good. We were not made a new creation in order to allow our passions to rule over us, but that we as kings may reign in Christ Jesus over the thresh, the threefold kingdom of spirit, soul, and body to the glory of God, the father. Though I wish we had this last night. Why? This is everything we talked about, about our friend at the end of the devotional. Oh, and I think that, yeah, it's just, it's the, yes. it's the sickness that comes over people is even in the church and even in ministry, people are looking for fame, mm. you know, whether the fame, the, the fame may not come just about money, but the fame comes in numbers and popularity. And uh, it's, it's interesting because I was listening to this pastor that's not of the same school of thought of, of us, but he was making this really interesting point about evangelizing street evangelism, like our friend Glenn does, like that's the way he preaches. And he says, listen, like read the book of Acts. The apostles were terrorized. They were, you know, beheaded, skinned alive, you know, stoned to death. They were bold and courageous and they made trouble everywhere. They went, they made trouble. Uh, That's how they preached. But somehow nowadays we think, you know, Oh, well, we don't want to offend anybody. And, we got to be careful. We got to go with, you know, what the, if, if people don't want to hear about the gospel, then we should stay quiet and we have to let everybody go at their own pace. And he says, but that's never been the model for how people got saved. Mm. And so gives you food for thought, but this is, I think, similar to what Spurgeon is saying is that we just shouldn't be allured by um, trying to gain popularity and trying to make the gospel palatable to the masses. The gospel is not palatable to the masses, nor is it intended to be, (laughs) you know, so it's just going to, it's going to ruffle feathers and it's supposed to, it's supposed to convict you. It's supposed to pierce um, your heart. It's supposed to cut between bone and marrow, soul and spirit. That's what it's for. Wow. I got to let it do its its thing. That was really good. You you let that just rock and roll off your tongue now. Oh, thank you. I want to make sure and say hi. We already said hi to Carrie. Hello, Carrie, again. And then we have Cindy. Hi, Cindy. So it feels like we've been with Cindy most of the afternoon. Mm-hmm. We've been. <laughs> we were. <laughs> uh, and she said it was pouring rain where she's at. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, we no have sunshine for her either. Don Lair here. Hi, Don. Nice to see you. Do you know Don? Uh, is Do we it, know Don? Do we it, know you? Is it Don from our uh, Friday at Mariama's and Sunday's here? No. No, that's a different that's Don. That's not her last, her last oh. name. Maybe she, maybe she could be like the others who have, you know, other names that they, oh, they maybe. use. Oh, uh, maybe. But let us Tell know, us. Don. How do, how do we know you? Yeah. Because we don't see a picture. We just see a D, as you can see on the uh, screen there. Uh, Carrie says... I remember being told to get off my high horse in my teens, and now it makes sense. <laughs> yes. All those things that people used to call, the names they used to call us. And actually, I, I think about that a lot because yeah. that's what I tell people in my testimony. People would just describe me as mean. <laughs> just one word. <laughs> Jan finally made it. Hi, Jan. Live, that is. And double-edged yes, sword. the double-edged sword. Yeah. The word of God. Oh, uh, Hooked on Jesus introduced her. Oh, right. That's nice. awesome. Very Thanks cool. Thanks for joining us. Yes, we're glad you're here. Um, yeah, this really is an important uh, message. Absolutely. That, and again, the analogy to Christ, right? Yeah, but I think it's really important for men because we're constantly uh, striving for that position. Most men. <laughs> Today, there's not as many of us, but, <laughs> but uh, most men are constantly working towards that uh, pinnacle, that uh, throne, that, you know, the notice, the ego, the thing that will stroke the ego. Yes. Um, but it is very clear when I run into men who have stature, yet they don't, they don't need the stature. Yeah. Humility. Yeah. Like uh, Pastor Jack. Yes, absolutely. Um, and a number of other people that I've ran into. There are some business owners that really put God first. Uh, and it's really noticeable. Yes. It's, it's almost odd. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Unfortunately, it's odd. I guess that's a better way of putting it. That it, uh, It's not as common as we would like for it to be. Not as common as it should be. Yes, but it sure. is common in the church. Mm. So, you know, seasoned saints, godly men that have been around for a long time have even though they could be tremendously wealthy or influential do have a sense of humility we don't see it in pastors which is a shame yeah because oftentimes a lot of the most famous pastors when you meet them in person they're not very friendly <laughs> yeah which is so ironic yeah no that had that experience so strange but that's so easy unfortunately that's that's can be a cause of people leaving the church and that is the tragedy of it all yes. uh, I could have in my one of my experiences with a very large, large church here in Southern California that I was running the security for that. It yeah, could that, have that chased turned, me off. Right. It could have turned you off to church entirely. It, it pushed me to find a church that where I didn't feel that, uh, you know, he was putting himself above you know, the others in his church. Yeah, he, he made him. Uh, he, he put himself as a, a celebrity that couldn't be seen or touched by other people, you know, and it was really sad. Unfortunately, yes. the, the, the third, the church um, was big and had a lot of people, uh, but it's much like um, who's the guy out there in Texas who has a lot of followers, but is not really reading from scripture. I mean, you may read from oh, Joel Olstein. Joel Olstein. <laughs> you know, they, they get these huge followings. Feel good. Messages. But it's not based on biblical teaching. It, not the full counsel. Not the full God. count. Right. Right. They leave out the they hard pick, parts. They pick and choose 
the ones that will match their Tony Robbins style of, of teaching, yes. which uh, Tony Robbins is fantastic. I love Tony Robbins. Yeah. But you go to Tony Robbins for that message. You speaking. don't go there to learn about the Bible. <laughs> so you don't, you can't go to necessarily Joel Osteen to learn Who's eschatology. It? Exactly. Yeah. So it does serve a purpose in the sense that it's like a motivational speaker that happens mm -hmm. to use biblical yeah. uh, principles. And so in that sense, if that's what you were going to him versus Tony Robbins, but, but it's probably it, not going to save you. It's not going to make you grounded <laughs> in the word. <laughs> and, uh, and no pastor will save you. Mm. You know, he could help you get grounded in the truth of God, but um, it's not up to a pastor to save us. It's up to the Lord Jesus Christ and putting our trust in him. And, and it's, and it's, there's more to, to being um, a Christian, being a Christ follower than just taking the gift of salvation. It's walking that out, mm -hmm. you know, and being of service to the kingdom as best we can. And then I think I'm, I'm thinking on the other hand, there's another message here and I could be wrong. You can tell me uh, if I am, but there's also a message for the people that don't feel that they are um, in a position to be a disciple. You know, that they, they feel like, you know, I'm just this poor, I'm just this guy. You know, I barely make ends meet. Who, who am I going to talk to? about the Bible to disciple too. others. Maybe. Yeah. Who yeah. am I to disciple to others? Right. Because there's, I mean, the list that they, that Charles gave us are people that are in that lowly position right. that became great uh, uh, disciples. And of course, great men of the Bible. Yes. That we all learn from. Exactly. So there's a great message there too. To don't, there's, and they suffered. You don't need to have millions of dollars. You don't need to be a king. No. You don't need to be the, need to be and the you leader don't even of the industry. Need, and you don't even need a thousand people. You, mm -hmm. you, you just need to be um, faithful. Back to our friend from last night. Yes, exactly. Faithful with little. God, go give you more. You know, it's funny. I'm, I'm thinking about this. I just read this in this new book that I got uh, from Josh Hawley. Very cool cover. Manhood. Yeah. It's called Manhood. Have you seen it? He's been Andy's on. Andy's favorite he, topic. Yeah. Masculine, but, anyway, but this one part I just read, it, it's talking about Abraham and it, it, it talks about, um, you know, uh, the redemption uh, It's talking about the redemption of, of marriage. But here, just in this paragraph here, it says, but God changes Abraham, Abraham's trajectory when he selects him without warning and announces he will give him a future, a purpose, a family. And through that family will transform the world. Abraham's Crazy, story, right? Abraham's story begins like this. Now the Lord said to Abraham, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great. And you and in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Can you imagine? I mean, that's just really kind of like he's been around for how old is he at the time? 70s, 60s, yeah, 70s, something like that. That all those years he was living with his with his dad yeah didn't have any kids didn't have, i mean was a was not a king was not you know no. this huge great person then suddenly god goes you know you yes you are going to be the future of the world <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of crazy when you think about it and he's like and you have to leave everything yeah. you know and love right. and i'm going to send you where you don't even know where you're going right so stick with it 
Yes. <laughs> Cindy, stick with it. Stick with it, stick with it Cindy. You're yeah. not famous, but you're friendly. <laughs> so funny. That's, what, that's all you need. And Carrie agrees. Yes, friendly, Cindy. <laughs> you are friendly. Oops. Whoa. Uh, Jesus saves. Yes. Right. What else we got there? And then service can be taking care of the home and the family. Pray, praising God, being a light in all we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our ministry as we were talking about last night too, starts at home. Yep. Cindy said, if God touches one person through you, that person touches one and so on. We multiply the family of God. It's the ripple effect. The ripple Ripple effect. effect. Absolutely. And we never know who those people are. You know, sometimes we just say a word uh, to somebody. We plant a seed and we have no idea what kind of a a wonderful fruit bearing tree that comes out of that results in. And Don said, yes, Abraham was a Gentile that God made the first Jew, the father of all nations. Yep. Jack loves to talk about that. About Abraham being the first Jew. He, he mentions that often. Right, because he was a Gentile. He's <laughs> a Canaanite. Um, scripture? Yeah. Okay. Ecclesiastes 10.7. I have seen servant upon horses and princes walking as servants upon the earth. So the reverse. And no, I do not know the context because I did not get a chance to look it up. If anyone knows the context, um, let us know. Revelation 17, 14. They will wage war against the lamb, but the lamb will triumph over them because he is the Lord of Lord and King of Kings. And with him will be called his chosen and faithful followers. Oh, that's us, folks. Yay. Matthew 19, 30. But many who are first will be last, and many who are last will be first. The rules of the kingdom is backwards mm. to the world. <laughs> Psalm 75, 5 through 7. Lift not up your horn on high. Speak not with a stiff neck. For promotion comes neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. But God is the judge. He put down one and sets up another. <laughs> it's all in his hands. Esther 5.9, Haman went out that day happy and in high spirits, but when he saw Mordecai at the king's gate and observed that he neither rose nor showed fear in his presence, he was filled with rage against Mordecai. Mm. Oh, it drives people like that crazy, <laughs> right? When he doesn't yeah. get the respect he thinks he deserves. Yes, yes. 1 Corinthians 9.27, but I discipline my body and I keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified really powerful expression that apostle paul said that and it's such an important point i discipline my body and keep it under control and notice he says i discipline my body because Mm -hmm. it's a it's a partnership we have the power of the holy spirit but we have to yield to it and that takes strength it's not it's not autonomic and it's not easy you know, I think some people oversimplify walking with God, too, and make it sound like, oh, it's all rainbows and unicorns. Oh, my God, this is so easy. It's not. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like my skin's being ripped off. Yeah, I have that spot on my leg that my skin's being right? ripped off. It really hurts. It's just like I, there's just some things that just so great on my nerves. I'm like, oh, holy Jesus. <laughs> like, I'm please, I need you right now. And if we don't yield to that uh to the effects of that pruning, um, we become no different than anybody else. We have the Holy Spirit indwelling in us, and we're just ignoring him. Mm. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. 
Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, and the new is here. Occasionally, he wears the old as a backpack. <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> comes, out, comes out of the grave and hits you in the head. You know, it's interesting about this uh, Matthew 19.30 that says, but ma many who are first will be last and many who are last will be first is that it, you know, we already know there's a group of people in, the, in our country and in this world, socialists namely, who want people to stay in that position of being last or being poor or being woe is me. Right. And, and want to make, continue, um, help them stay that way by giving them handouts, governmental assistance. Right. Look at, look at me, look at me, a government, uh, as your God, right. and you will never have to work. You will never have to rise up, but we'll never give you right uh, quite enough to really be, you know, right. It's anything. slavery. It's, it's indentured <laughs> servitude. And it, it, but is that's their the goal? Yes. And yet they keep saying, we're going to help you. So ironic. It is it? so um, demonic, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And that people buy it is demonic too. Yeah. There was this great phrase that he said about that. Um, the world is upside down. Therefore, the first are last and last are first, right? And it's that, is it, uh, there's what, it's a real time. And it says, as the wheels of time turn, those who are lowest rise and the highest sink. Patience then, dear believer, eternally will right mm. the wrongs of time. The, I was just going to say those same people that see people rising up and fighting against it. They, they call them terrorists now. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you want to rise up out of the dust? And become it's, stronger? it's important to be patient. Grace yep. must reign mm -hmm. as our prince. Yep. Let's hear what Jim has to say. It looks uh, fairly short. Oh, this world is indeed upside down. And often the things of God seem counterintuitive. Yeah. Yet remember his words. As the heavens are higher than earth, so are my ways higher, higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Such a good one. Mm -hmm. His ways will not always make sense to us. But keep in mind, the foolishness of God is wiser than man's wisdom. Wow, that is so good. Therefore, it comes down to a matter of trusting him. Even we may not have full understanding. It is also a, master, a matter of trusting his word, which says he is the rock, his works are perfect, and all his ways are just. Deuteronomy 32.4. Oh, hear my cry, O oh God. Listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Psalm 61.1 and 2. That's beautiful, isn't it? Really good. I saw a bunch of comments coming in. I don't even know where to go. Uh, they were saying hi to each other, so that's okay. Um, and, yeah. oh, uh, Kate hey, was Kate. in the hospital. Oh. Sorry, Kate, I hope that was okay to say. So we have to pray for Kate. And she's still in the hospital. Oh. Salts are low. Um, we're praying for you, Kate. Hopefully this will bring an end to this. She, if I'm not mistaken, told us she was hospitalized for insomnia. You know, she's having a mm -hmm. real hard time sleeping. So hopefully they're going to get to the bottom of what um, is causing that. Um, and Don says she would love to talk to Paul when she gets to heaven. Yeah, yes, one of my first choices as well. <laughs> we, we were talking about Paul today at dinner. Yep, <laughs> Carrie agrees. Uh, Don says you need potato chips, Kate. 
<laughs> potato that's, chips. That's what my dad used to always say when I didn't have enough salt. Oh. Eat potato chips. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, had, I didn't even connect those two things. Every time I was dizzy, every time I felt faint, he's like, you need salt. Have some potato chips. <laughs> Uh, and he what, was a he was a famous doctor. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. What tales Paul could share? And uh, sure. Carrie saying, "Was I ignoring the gifts of the spirit? Kind of like gardening with no tools." Mm. <laughs> That's a good analogy. Yeah. Um, Kate says, "I do indeed, Don, but I'm on a fluid restriction. I was drinking too much water and diluting the salts." Oh. You know, Kate. That's a funny point you bring up because I see mostly women walking around with like sparklets bottles yes. sizes of water and i say that same thing myself because my dad used to tell me that he's like drink enough water but not too much you will dilute all the minerals in your body by drinking too much mm -hmm. so that's good advice kate says it's good to be in the hospital she's getting a full overhaul see there's the silver <laughs> lining I love yes that. yes and he says we're continuing to pray for you kate for sure wow yeah, that is a really interesting thing. We we do see at the gym, we go to the 24-hour fitness here in Yarra Belinda, and um, they carry around. I mean, half their workout is carrying around their bottle of water. I mean, I they're, the size of these water bottles are obnoxious at this yeah. point. I mean, I saw one lady at dinner. It was like, it was it was literally half of Sparkless bottle with this big contraption to put in her mouth to be able right. to drink. It almost, it was very strange looking. And I have yeah. heard, I don't know what, what's changed, but I have heard for, I mean, most of my life that you can actually drink too much water. Absolutely. It's, it's good can. to drink water. You know, you have you to have your water. You can drink too much. But, but yeah, it's like anything else. Absolutely. <laughs> Somewhere, somebody got the idea that, no, you cannot drink too much water. Right. More is better. Yes. Anyway, and what if you're also on top of that, you're eating a lot of vegetables, which contains a lot of water. I mean, right. there, there's the problem is that you're, you're possibly trying to be healthy eating water-based food and then adding more water to it. And you get, unfortunately, like Kate, where you just. Uh, and there's a lot of other yeah. minerals you could lose in that process. I'm not sure that you or I can actually have that problem that Kate has. No. We like to put, we use a lot of salt. We use a lot of salt, <laughs> which isn't so good for you, but I am salt. I have a, I don't have a salt sensitivity my, and I have low blood pressure. So. My blood pressure has been uh, on the verge of being low. Remember the other day they said your blood pressure is too low. We need to take it again. Look I don't that. know that I ever heard that in my entire life. Isn't that amazing? Which is very strange. It's a good wife. <laughs> got, oh, Dawn's got to go. Got, oh, I miss you. Thank you for coming in. Okay, thank you for coming on air, Dawn. The, the family's not more important than what it is we're talking about. Andy. I'm just getting ready to do an Andy story. <laughs> <laughs> and Kate says she does get a lot of water because she eats a lot of veggie soup. Oh, see, there you go. Doctors are telling us. Uh, Carrie's saying doctors are telling us now to drink 10 ounce, 50% of your body weight. I don't believe that, Carrie. Well, I, think that's, I think that's excessive. And again, I mean, so many things are individual too. I mean, there are people that, you know, may need a little bit more water because of what they're not doing with their diet. And I mean, yeah. there's, there's, I mean, you can't just make these blanket statements. I don't think. Who am I? I'm, I'm not a doctor. What do you think, Dr. Mir Miramati? <laughs> I think that's bye, Don. I was just kidding. You can go see your family. You're dismissed. <laughs> and Cindy said her mom got sick from drinking too much water when she was alive and was in the hospital. Yeah. There was here locally in an LA radio station that they had a, a what was it locally? It, it may have been a national radio station. I can't remember now, but they had a contest that had to do with drinking a lot of water. It was a water drinking contest of some sort. Oh, wow. And I believe either somebody died. <laughs> Or nearly died. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> Why are you laughing? 
Why are you laughing? That's insane. And they got sued and they, it was a big deal. Do you you don't remember that? It was probably about 15, 20 years ago. Uh, But yeah. uh, That's the thing about American litigation. You know, bad practices will end because of lawsuits. Right. Just kind of a, a, a market corrector. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Different strokes for different folks. One size does not fit all. Yes, absolutely. So I have a question for the group. We have uh, Sunday. Uh, we have our home church. Yes. And um, all are welcome. Orange County. I, I have no idea what, what it is. I guess it's my turn, according to you. Yes. To, to speak. Um, what do you guys think I should talk about? Oh, give me a give me a topic. Suggestions. And uh, yeah, don't give me a topic like. Um, you know, the problems with gen- transgenderism in our world or anything like oh, that. Oh, no, that makes you so excitable. Yeah, I get angry and I start yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie says she has no sweat, too much water will make her throw up. <laughs> That's interesting, Carrie. Carrie and I are just one and the same. It's kismet with Carrie and I. Yes. Yes. Kismet. <laughs> Jan wants to talk about dog training. <laughs> oh, dog <laughs> training at home. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure there'll still definitely be a dog story there's always dog analogies yes there's gotta be yeah i need um i need a topic we're gonna wait just a few minutes before we actually exit okay. until somebody gives me a topic so okay. what else you got there schnooks do you have any do uh, you have any um divine appointments that have come up lately or anything like that no maybe we'll get one now maybe at our home church we'll have a divine appointment mm-hmm but things have been generally a little better. Uh, people oh, have been one. praying for us. So uh, that's been, I believe, really, really helping. Right? Mm-hmm. I think things in our home have stabilized just a bit. Not to tell the devil anything to attack us with. but <laughs> Yes. Until the shoe drops. No, that definitely has been a godsend. But we are getting attacked. We are getting attacked. <laughs> Yeah, that is something else. By the likely or unlikely source. What? Really? By a, a likely Oh, source. I thought you said unlikely. Or an unlikely. I no. don't know. I was actually a little bit shocked because I thought I was being really nice. So. No, you remember what I've always told you? What? The moment that you begin to be nice to this person, it, it, <laughs> it, it always... But I've been nice for a while now. I don't have any history. I shouldn't be in the mix, but yeah. Yeah. What is it that you have uh, these people in your life, whatever it may be, some of you, where it's just um, they're, they don't have enough going on, you know, in their own life. And you, you just want them to pray. You want them to spend time with God and to spend time with the people that they love. And if, if they despise us, you or them so much, why is that their, is that their recreation? What what is the? What is the uh, it's and I mean and it's one it's a grave sin in the eyes of the Lord mm. uh, to have unforgiveness in your heart because it really poisons the heart. Mm. Out of the heart the mouth speaks, and that's mm. where the that's where the illness lies. You know, so it's just it's so important, folks, all of us to always remember um, to forgive, uh, to forgive because the sickness of unforgiveness poisons us way more than it hurts the other person. And um, it, it doesn't allow for the joy of the Lord to come in because you're so stuck in whatever it is you are not forgiving. Mm. It's very debilitating. 
It's, it's, it's uh, very similar to what we see in our political world where even if, you know, one of the party's thoughts and um, beliefs and even uh, something they want to propose in Congress and the Senate is good, the automatic reaction is to, to knock it down and not want it to happen and to and turn against it, regardless if it's even a good idea. I'm a little afraid to bring up this subject, but I'm going to do it. Okay. I'm just going to ask that um, it not uh, light a switch in you. Did, did we not tell anybody? <laughs> did we keep it secret? No, oh. I was going to talk about a political thing that oh. I know is going to make you go bananas, but I'm just asking for you to be, be measured. <laughs> Holy Spirit, <laughs> fall down upon me. Yes. Uh, At least it's not personal, so you may not get too upset. Uh, is when you watch these testimonies in speaking about um, this sense of just the acrimony, the, the negativity, and I don't know if it part of it stems also from unforgiveness, but uh, the way the um, opposite party, like the, the, the Democrats treated these FBI whistleblowers, the way they spoke to them um, was so, um, it was so tragic because to me, what you're, they, they refused to acknowledge their service to the country and all the years that they had put in service. And they did everything possible to discredit them, to malign them, to insult their character. And you just, you sit back and you look at this and you're like, you're literally ripping apart people that have risked their lives every single day for some of them decades mm -hmm. um, to make a political point, you know, rather than, um, being gracious about it and say, you know, I'm really sorry that you've suffered through this. Um, I'm trying, you know, to understand what it is that you saw was wrong. Nobody seemed to want to get to the heart of the issues. Like, what were they complaining about? Can we talk about the substantive issues? No, it was it was a personal attack. Mm -hmm. Didn't you do this? Didn't you send an email? And one of them, the guy was telling a story of how he, they um, and I've been through this before. Uh, when the government moves you, they literally come and pack up all your stuff and they put it in a container and then it magically appears back in your residence in a couple months. So his stuff was packed up, moving across the country. It was fall. And when they moved him, they moved into Wisconsin in the winter um, and he had nothing. They literally his this dispute with the FBI came up in the middle and all of his belongings were kept. And so he couldn't um, clothe his family. He was suspended without pay. He couldn't feed them. And he turned into a charity case for his friends. And then one, uh, and I mean, he started crying. He, he was, he was choked up. And then one of the um, opposing parties, Senator, uh, Congress people said to him, did Cash Patel give you money? And I was like, so suddenly it's a sin to take money. And like the guy just said, I'm a charity case. And so Cash Patel would <laughs> has money, has money and <laughs> donated some money to this guy and what he shouldn't have taken it. Like now that's somehow insidious because he got money from Cash Patel, who was the chief of staff at the Department of Defense for the joint chairman chief of staff. I mean, he's been a civil servant. He's been a government uh, 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 government official for also two decades, but taking money from him was somehow yeah. insulting and, and um, supposed to be something negative that he did. So besides that, his first name is cash. Yeah. <laughs> you just totally made fun of my point. I'm in the middle <laughs> no, of I did not. a very important point here. 
You just made a joke out of it. No, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's just, you, I'm trying not to get all fired up. Oh, okay. I mean, because it's, it's just, just the same. silliness of the, 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 it's, it's right in front of you. The, 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 um, the use of the FBI against your political uh, opponent. It's right. It's bit, it's right there. There, 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 there's, there's no argument that this has been occurring. Well, see, that's the thing is nobody wanted to talk about the substantive right. issues. Yes. Like what exactly did you observe? What were you reporting? Why did you think that was bad? Getting at the heart of the matter. Cause let's say they don't believe the news reports. Mm -hmm. They don't believe the uh, Republicans claim of these events. You have these witnesses in front of you, ask them, but they were like, no, you are not, you're, you cannot be a credible voice. Yeah. But it's, it's That's just the, where we are at this point. But it's the same people who look at uh, uh, Joe Biden and say, no, he's perfectly fine. <laughs> now, now. <laughs> they, See, this they, is where they I Diane Feinstein. No, she can, she's perfect. That poor lady. She can make They're these decisions. Her. She's perfectly fine. Diane <laughs> That's the same people. Uh, no, no, it's a very different point. Uh, That's a personal opinion. I get it. I get why people have. But they want to ignore the facts and the truth yeah. to make their political point, regardless if it's uh, an FBI agent whose family was completely destroyed, and they're going, "Come on, but you're whining." Yeah, it, it, I'm just That's saying that. it's the same people that can that can also not see the obvious. <sighs> <laughs> I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight because I held it in. I'm going to have to let it loose later on. Um, the world is indeed upside down, as Jim says. <laughs> and the things of God are counterintuitive. Oh. Yeah, it's just, and and what does he tell us? What does Spurgeon say? Be patient because mm -hmm. God will right the wrongs. Yeah. But you had a couple of, uh, Cindy has some opinions on what you could talk about, about what you've learned by parenting. Oh. There's some good ideas. Right. <laughs> and Gary's saying, if you're speaking to parents, maybe, but the she loves your feeding the homeless guy story <laughs> after prodding of the Holy Spirit. I actually think he told that story last time. I think I might have. Yes, you did. You did. Yeah. The week before last. I mean, the yeah. time before mine. Yeah, but there, And there are a lot of parents, though. There's like a few people that are grandparents. Yes. Too. So there might be something there. I, I will take your advice. Yes. I will. I will make it i'll bring it in <laughs> and, and use it all right i'm glad you brought that up Shnugs. i love it when you get political and it's not always me well because it's not political to me i think it's just humanity we've lost our humanity yeah. i that's what's upsetting me i honestly the politics i'm so over the politics i mean it's a game but i just i'm i am disturbed by the lack of humanity and the lack of compassion and the lack of grace. And we just don't have a public discourse anymore that values those things. And then we wonder why people are getting, you know, mugged on the subway and shot and killed. And people, you know, women are getting ripped off their pregnant woman getting ripped off her bicycle, you know, by a gang of five guys. I mean, like, because when your leadership does not show qualities of a leader, of compassion, of Leading by example, well, look at what your society turns into. Absolutely. You're 100% correct. <laughs> I think you love it. 
Carrie says, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> I hearken back to an indeed. <laughs> indeed. Yes, I love that. All right. Anything else, Schnugs? I think that's it. I got a couple topics I can uh, I can pray about and see what God yeah, gives Yeah, because I think in along Cindy's um, point is that what you found, which I think would benefit, especially if our friend um, Byron's friends are there again mm-hmm. that have young kids the same as us, yeah. uh, is confessing your sins to your child too is being able to have the humility of being able to share your testimony with your children and understanding how powerful that could be for them in -hmm. learning their own lessons and taking heed of the examples because it's different when we just give a lecture saying you do this and you do that but when you say i've walked this road this is what happened to me and um i don't want you to walk the same road I think there's more power in that. And Carrie says it's a plague of narcissism. Yes. Yes. So, soulless people, it seems. Soulless people. You are so right. <laughs> hey, it's my son's birthday. Kelly uh, is Happy uh, birthday, he's, Kelly. Uh, 17 today. The so big one seven. Pray for a, uh, a year of growth as he's one year away from becoming an adult, which is what one, part of our talk was about. So, uh, I think prayers for that would be awesome. To, Amen. In my message to him, every all the kids I write a message on their birthday, and then one part for him is that uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how God moves uh, his steps uh, this year. Amen. Uh, towards the towards adulthood. Yes, so I'm really looking Big forward step. to that. Yep, it'll be awesome. All right, thank you guys. We love you guys, and we'll see you either. Oh, to, it has to be tomorrow because we're. Yeah, we got home church Sunday. Home church on Sunday. Don't forget those of you that live near. If you're local. Love to see you. And ya. if we don't even know you, you're watching this, and you live in the OC, uh, yes. you're, you are welcome. Reach out, send us a private message if you don't know. Yeah, um, is it bad to put that phone number on there? Is it too public? Um, Our text phone number. They can no. text. No. Yeah, I think that's all right. Okay. So before we leave, we'll put a. Hedy is going to type the text in there. You can just text the phone number she's about to give you. Because that's not like our cell phone number. No. But, but we get the text for it's it. text number. But that would require me to know the number. Yeah. yeah. Well. I can't find it. Anymore. <laughs> it's like we were going to give it to you. Yeah. You're going to have to send us a private message on whatever platform yes, you're. Yes, anybody, uh, please send us a, a private message and we'd be happy to. Oh, wait. Here I found it. Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay, here it comes. type it? Oh, sure. 310. Oh, so 310. You just cannot give up that 310, nope. can you? 667. 667. 7358. 7358. So if you're listening and don't see, it's 310 667 7358. Just text us and we'll text and you the address. Right now, for those of you that are watching, it's in the comments. So uh, just text that number and uh, we will communicate with you. If you're a stalker or a murderer, <laughs> uh, we will not be giving you our address. How will we know? Now well, that we it, we could tell. It hey, come on, we're in law enforcement. We can tell, by the way, the tone of the text. Shifty shift. Like, it'll say, hey, I, I, I want your address. I'm, <laughs> I'm coming to do bad things. Um, Maybe this wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We'll, we'll do a background check before uh, we give you any more information. But uh, yeah, let us know uh, if you live in the area and want to come on by. On Sunday, we got fruit. We got some food. What are we having? 
pasta primavera and, and salmon. salmon. Yeah. Your famous salmon. I'm going to do it. People seem to like it. Yeah. I'm going to do it again. I love it. All right, my friends. We love you guys. Uh, we will see you tomorrow night here. And then some of you we will see on Sunday at our home. All right. Yes. We love you guys. God bless. God bless. Take care. Bye. 